0: Welcome to Dress Shoes You Can Fight In. Please, if you're willing, join me for a little thought experiment. If you're in a city like we're in, where a shelter-in-place order is in effect, where bars and restaurants are closed, where parties and social events are prohibited, where streets are mostly empty and people are lined up around the block for entrance to half-stock grocery stores where police cars are every fourth car on the street, if you're in a city like this, run all of the unique images that you've collected in your memory over the last week through your mind, and imagine these are the conditions you've lived in for years. Imagine that the justifications for these conditions have never even been explained to you, or were explained to you years ago, or to your parents decades ago, and now they are nothing other than the conditions you live in. Imagine you don't see any change on the horizon and any memories of different conditions are so distant that they seem like irrational nostalgia. Imagine that you were routinely informed that these are the conditions made necessary by a foreign or domestic threat and that a world without these conditions would mean nothing but submission to this threat. Imagine for years, every bit of information you were rationed c- commanded you to cultivate spite for your instincts to make money for a better future for you and your family or to enjoy yourself with your friends or to aim at conditions better than this. Imagine if everyone you knew growing up adopted the spiteful attitude towards a, an archetypal selfish pig that wanted to leave his house without author- authorization. Imagine this spite had been the only route to social acceptance and a chance at a better position in life for years. Imagine this hatred of the selfish individual was the only currency that was still accepted. This is the reality of life under every authoritarian regime in modern history, fascist or socialist. These pressures exist in every circumstance in almost identical fashion. While you are prohibited from providing for yourself, prohibited from seeing the reality of the world outside for yourself, little by little, your concerns turn from what you can receive from the state uh, uh, to what you can receive from the state in order to alleviate the burdens they have placed on you. Over time, most people identify with their captors and adopt their initiatives and enemies. Over time, most people forget that it was the state that prohibited them from owning a shop or choosing between numerous occupations and sources of income. A myth is created around the collective effort to slay the dragon that would have otherwise devoured the people as a whole. The selfish bourgeois fetishes of the past were exactly the vulnerability that opened us up to certain death. The pursuit of atomized bourgeois comfort was nothing but the suffocation and exploitation of the working class. For the greater good and literally the survival or the freedom of the people as a whole, these conditions are necessary. Now take all of the knowledge that you have of the threats that authoritarians have used to justify their abuses historically. Imagine how convincing their arguments must have been to motivate so many people in their languages and zeitgeist. Ask yourself if you believe any of these threats to be legitimate. I'm talking... Nazi, Soviet, Maoist. Rouge? Rouge. Now get in your car and drive through your super rich mega city. Drive past all the places that you went to last week that are empty this week. Look at the draconian measures being employed around the distribution of even basic needs. Now imagine that the existential Threat that we face is no different than the common enemies of the 20th century authoritarian regimes, and I'm saying this is a this a thought experiment. They this is these common enemies of the 20th century authoritarian regimes are myths rooted in a ger, in a germ of reality, like I don't know, international Jewish banking conspiracy. That's a conspiracy. Well, I'm saying this is a germ of reality. What if we didn't have to de- destroy the economy and American liberal principles and this virus was just another opportunity for the exaltation of the state? And that's what. But that,
1: that's what it is. Uh,
0: that's what I'm going to argue. Yeah, that's what you're arguing, too.
1: No, I'm arguing for the state.
0: You want to just do why don't we just set this up as like a straight debate, dude?
1: Uh, states fucking rule, uh, individualism drools. So <laughs> fair enough.
0: <laughs> the fucking I mean, quarantine started when Uncle Fester farted.
1: <laughs> dude, I fucking love quarantines. Oh
0: man, I so, love you
1: know, what I love more than quarantine social distancing.
0: It's, yeah. yeah, you 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 feel you feel like you got barked at uh, today about not keeping your social distance, and not, and now you're scared.
1: <laughs> yeah, it made me think like bad thoughts.
0: Like, yeah. oh, you want to see how how fast social distancing goes away when i push you in these bushes <laughs> and take your fucking
1: <laughs> take your chastity yeah i was I, like i was like thinking like i'm just going to i'm going to lick my hand and then wipe the back of your neck and walk away <laughs>
0: just watch you fucking stand there in fear dude, if, if you're going to go if you're going to go that hard you might as well just catch catch the R, dude oh man yeah night no, you, yeah. you might as well just go for it yeah you probably get prosecuted more. I
1: mean, obviously, you would,
0: even without coronavirus, if you lick your hand and wipe the back of a woman's neck, I don't know what will happen to you in that situation. I, I bet you there's a good seven million crackheads in this country who have, who can tell you what happened. Yeah, man. I think that's a common crackhead hey, I, move. Hey,
1: I will say the one thing with the uh, the like the. Social distancing at grocery stores. If they've kept they've kept a lot of the crackheads at bay because
0: of that. I was like, like downtown, they weren't letting them in. I was like, damn. Well, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, there we go. Yeah, there's a you know there are plenty of uh, benefits because there was a guy in in th- tiny in tiny little corners of life to an authoritarian state. <laughs> as they as was uh, falsely rumored uh, for decades, uh, Mussolini got the trains to run on time. Right. That's right. But now you can't be in the train cuz then you'll catch uh you catch the super cough. You know what I mean? Herpes. Coronavirus is super cold. God oh, forbid.
1: It's it's much more than that. You're downplaying it. It's a pandemic. It's epic. Everyone's dying. Look around you.
0: Okay. Well, let's go John P A uh Eonides. Uh, uh, professor of Medicine, Epidemiology and Population Health, uh, bio, uh, Biomedical Data Science.
1: Is he, is he a virus detective?
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. He clearly got <laughs> stumped right there. <laughs> Where's your virus detective TV show, dude? Uh, end of statistics at Stanford University and a co-director of Stanford's Meta Research Innovation Center. He says, how long, though? He says, you know, yeah, all the people accepted these measures, right? Which my argument is, is that there's something very, I mean, we all share the belief, you know, I mean, I'm not for these measures at all, but anyone who is like, oh, you know, we got to do what we got to do, uh, you ha- you have everything in common with with all of the. You know, foreign enemy uh, Soviet responses yeah, yeah. Where, yeah, I mean, where you like, say there's spies from, you know, World War I spies and the whole nine. And then, uh, you know, we have to protect against fucking uh, uh, reactionaries and people who are trying to destroy and bring back, uh, you know, czarist rule. Are you and, talking about Jews? Man, <laughs> <laughs> am I that deep in the underground where this is where it always goes? dude i'm just a typical backpacker bro this is a typical talib quali hip hopper you sound
1: like you sound like you spotted someone without their uh patch
0: sewn to their jacket no <laughs> yeah hey hey let's let's understand that's the same as your little uh as your little paperwork to allow you to walk around the city, right? Yeah,
1: that's in fucking France, dude. You have to get a sheet of paper to
0: leave your house. Well, I have a sheet of paper as a courier. Yeah, no, right I know. Mean,
1: I, I, I was blessed enough to become a courier myself now, so I'm just... I'm one of the few freedom... Fr- yeah. freedom people, I guess.
0: We, yeah, we're both in a strange position. But. It was
1: crazy today. I was driving today, like, in downtown, like, 11. Just how empty the streets were. I was, like, videoing, and I was like, this shit is, like... All that was there. It was just like the Skid Row bums were like, "What? We got all this to
0: ourselves now?" No, I. I <laughs> that, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. I'm still out in it, eight hours a day, nine hours a day, and I sometimes ten.
1: Hard, very hard, very good, very long hours. <laughs>
0: And the best hours. I, but you know, a lot of people don't even understand what it is. Like, I talk to a lot of people, I'm like, yeah, you do understand there's a 45 minute wait to get into the grocery store, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And people would be like, what? And I'd be like, yeah, well, you haven't driven by, you haven't seen the line that yeah. goes around the grocery store. Cause you're just sitting in your fucking house, yeah, right? Yeah, because
1: you're so scared to go to the grocery store that you're just sitting in your house and carrying goods to your house. Exactly. And sometimes, like, man, they're like this one person was like trying to make like a four course meal. Like you know, what I mean, like I saw the thing. I was like, "What are you doing right now, man? Like, what, what do you think these all these things are gonna be here? Like, you know, I was really hoping there'd just be some some Persian in this and a little bit, you know, it's not there. And it's like, no, it's not there, man. Like, people are bum rushing
0: these places right now. It's
1: fucking cr- madness in there.
0: <laughs> well, trust me, you'll be hearing, <laughs> you'll be hearing from me on Yelp. <laughs> but so let's let's get to let's get to what the threat is like. I I w I want people I want people to like please if you're hanging out tonight, you know, today, you ain't got nowhere to go. You're sitting around, you uh switching between if you're anything like me, uh you stopped watching Hollywood and any fucking Netflix shows years ago, and so all you have is crazy ranting lunatics on YouTube.
1: Yeah, like that fucking video that you sent me about the the guy with like eighteen degrees. On Stefan Molyneux. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I tried. I tried, man. I got thirty minutes in and I was like, oh, I can't.
0: Well, that's one of the people taking it to the extreme of He had a lot
1: of fucking great info in there, but
0: Yeah. No, um, I'm just saying that he, well, I totally disagree with him on you know, he's saying it's gonna kill four point seven million people. I didn't get that far. I don't think I don't think anything like that's gonna 4. happen. Four point seven million. Yeah, no, so and this is uh, you know, and the, I I do the same thing. I have the same impulse with with all the environmentalism and all of it. I just see, I just watch you guys keep making. Uh, you, first of all, one one constant is that you make a model and you take human action out of it, and we live in a world where there are human actors, right? Yeah. And then you go, oh, for well, wow. Well, something didn't work out exactly right, and. The water levels are the same in all the places that we said we're going to be underwater. Mm-hmm. Right? I'd like to bet. I would like to place a bet with you. Yeah, but you know how they,
1: how easily they get out of that. It's that like they go, well, it's because of the awareness that we brought up about the topic is the mm-hmm. reason
0: why the water levels are that way. Yes, I thought way. of this. I would like to set the terms of the bet strictly <laughs> on measurements that we both agree on, and that we can we can go this measurement of this fucking uh level of this on this day will be this or higher or this or lower yeah. please well, well, please take my bet, good
1: sir. What was he saying about the four point seven million like when would that happen in like the eighteen months or something or yeah I mean theoretically like. It, it probably will kill 4.7 million people over time. I mean, the flu has killed millions of people over time. you know what I mean? Well, yeah
0: like, I, I mean, I don't know yeah. uh, I don't know. There's a chance that it could end up being a part of like the the you know the little basket of goods.
1: Well, I mean, it's already crushed the uh, swine flu's numbers or not crushed them, but its su- it's surpassed them. in the
0: United States.
1: Oh, that was in the United States? 3,400
0: was the United States. No, I
1: mean, I thought the total around the world was only 13,000? No.
0: Or 16,000? It was higher than that. No way. It was way way higher than that. No. Now that, looking retroactively, no. Mm -hmm. But all right. So let's say, uh, this guy says, all right, so a lot of of people in these, uh, you know, very enlightened Western nations are saying, okay, we can take being, uh, you know, martial law, national guard getting called in, coming to California right now. <laughs> it's pretty sick.
1: Coming, they're already in California. The, my my coworker was sending me right before they locked down the bay. She was sending me videos of the the dudes coming into the bay area and I thought well, I was like this is some fucking bullshit. Like well, like you're like this weird little hypochondriac jack and then it was like I think 12 hours later, boom, the, the news article came out about them doing their their stay in place order and I was like, oh
0: shit. Well officially now the the National Guard is here to help California facilitate. Oh,
1: they're supposed to like clean clean shit or something like that. Is that well, what it was? I remember so, I read that a while but ago. but they're
0: supposed to help facilitate yeah. the the uh, the shelter in place order in general, right to make it possible, right? It's this is not a this is a slippery slope. That, yes. that is, uh, you're wearing soap shoes and you're standing next to a fucking uh, uh, sword collection. You know what I mean? Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. This is not a game that we want to be playing. And
1: and I was thinking the other day, like, who knows what they're going to do with this shelter and play. Like, what people don't like realize. Like, I saw today, Garcetti was talking about, oh, if, if you're an undocumented immigrant and you, don't, and you go to the hospitals, you know, you won't. They, they can't deport you at a hospital or something like that. But, like, well, with the, with these agreements, like... Fools can just start being like, we're gonna check all the warrants now. We're gonna fucking just go. Yeah, go no, the they, and, and they fucking, will do yeah. they will we're do, check everything. They
0: out. will do all of that because the only reason they don't do any of that is because of the Bill of Rights. Yeah. And right now the Bill of Rights is suspended. Yeah. So what do we have like Champaign, Illinois? Uh, you have a, a city where gun confiscation is go, is taking place and fucking uh, all alcohol sales are suspended. Right? You can't go to the store and buy alcohol. Imagine. Me dying of alcohol withdrawal because (laughs) I'm trying to not die from some fucking... Would you
1: really die of alcohol withdrawal, though? Would you let yourself not be able to get any alcohol? Of course not.
0: (laughs) But you're gonna you're gonna turn me into a common crackhead, smashing windows. I'm guessing you got four wheels
1: that'll get you to get you to the next next county. Stated no die.
0: Oh, dude! <laughs> the second they say no alcohol sales in the city I'm in, I'm taking a nice trip, dude. I'm loading up all my emergency supplies, which consist mostly of alcohol, and hightailing it out of here. <laughs> But uh, so he says. Yeah, um, he said though. How long though should measures like these be continued if the pandemic churns across the globe unabated? How how can policymakers tell if they are doing more good than harm? Vaccines or affordable treatments take many months or even years to develop and test properly. Given such timelines, the consequences of long-term lockdowns are entirely unknown. The data collected so far on how many people are infected and how the epidemic is evolving are, totally un, are utterly unreliable. Given the limited testing to date, some deaths and probably the vast majority of infections due to SARS-CoV-2 are being missed. We don't know if we are failing to capture the infections by a factor of three or 300, which is what I was arguing last week, right? Mm-hmm. Three months after the outbreak emerged, most countries, including the U.S., lack the ability to test a large number of people, and, and no countries have reliable data on the prevalence of the virus in a representative ra- random sample of the general population. This evidence fiasco creates tremendous uncertainty about the risk of dying from COVID-19. Reports, report case fatalities, like the official 3.4%, it's down to like 1.7 or something, but at the time of this article, 3.4% rate from the World Health Organization cause horror and are meaningless. Patients who have been tested for SARS-CoV-2 are disproportionately those with severe symptoms and bad outcomes. As most health systems have limited testing capacity, selection bias may even worsen in the near future. One situation where an entire closed population was tested uh, was the Diamond Princess cruise ship and its quarantined passengers. The case fatality rate there was 1%, but this was largely elderly population in which the death rate from COVID-19 is much higher. Projecting the Diamond Princess mortality rate onto the age structure of the U.S. population, the death rate among the infected with COVID-19 would be 0.125%. But since this estimate is based on extremely thin data, where there were just seven deaths among 700 uh, infected passenger and crew, the real death rate could stretch from five times lower, 0.025%, to five times higher, 0.625%. Sounds about a rational range to me. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) No, it It sounds more than rational,
1: because it's like, Doug, just... Fucking look around you, man. Like before, all our shit got shut down. Like, look around you. Like, did it look like fucking there was like fucking just rampant people getting sick all the time and shit like that? Like, nah, no,
0: it didn't fucking look like that. No, actually, I live around a bunch of crackheads who look like they're sick all the yes. time. Yes, I'm not really concerned and about like, anything like this. And it's like, and it's like, <laughs> there's know? actually what was there like fucking uh big like re re recurrence of uh like dead diseases in downtown LA. Oh, typhus and shit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah typhus. Yeah.
1: Cuz they're laying on shit.
0: Oh, <laughs> man.
1: Yeah, but that that was one thing that struck me as like a food service worker, like we when you work in food service like like any type of cold and shit like yeah, everyone that shit just runs through the shit cuz you're touching too many people all the time, constantly. And like in, you know, obviously touching different parts of your body. She's like, it's just, that's what happens when you work in food service. And it's like, to like have during the time when it's like, it's supposed to be here at this certain time, you know, and to monitor It's like, no one, no one in my whole like huge hundred employees, like not like no one. It's like very, it just seemed very strange to me. And, but then it's easily told off. Cause it's like, well, then you're, you're they're just all asymptomatic people. And it's like, I mean, damn, well, dude. The, well,
0: here's the deal with that is the more that you say there are asymptomatic people, the more you make your case less compelling. Because if everyone is just an asymptomatic carrier and then we're only talking about uh, very old and, uh, you know, pe- people with pre-existing conditions then we're talking about every other basic disease in our culture like uh the flu and common cold right yeah so uh we do do not suspend the constitution and uh fucking engage in draconian totalitarian po- uh, policies uh because of the cold or the flu right
1: yeah i mean we didn't we didn't do it when a lot of the homosexual guys are dying of aids <laughs>
0: We di- I mean we didn't do it for Ebola, which actually sounds hella scary. Yes, and actually that killed. Was, wasn't that
1: a, like a eighty percent death rate or something? or yeah. Something wild.
0: It's I a, mean, not anymore. It, but it's a very serious ser- high yeah. death high, rate. High, high, high. And then we didn't do it. We didn't do it for the Hong Kong <clears throat> flu that killed uh, what? What was it? Six hundred thousand Americans. We didn't do it. Really? for Yeah. When was that? Nineteen sixty-eight. But. uh let's see adding these extra sources of uncertainty reasonable estimates for the case uh yes for, from 0.05 so so yeah when you when you take everything into account you take that 1% is the number of people who died on the ship
1: yeah i saw i saw um, that i was always seeing that on rural, rural Meters. i was like i would cuz they highlighted it in blue and i would always go down to it and be like that, that's it's it's always that that should be your fucking that's that's how, I feel like as close as you're going it's, to get. It's it's you
0: know what, what I mean? it's what you would call a, a controlled study, yeah, yeah. except for it's the fact except for the fact that it's, all e- old it's just all old people who die from this. Yeah, shit. and that's but,
1: and that's yeah, how you just said that earlier. Like I definitely can't include you in my brain. I was like, so on a boat with like ninety percent old people, only one percent died. Like, what, what we, are we talking
0: about here? You say it's possible that uh, some of them infected might die later, that tourists have different frequencies of chronic diseases. Maybe people with chronic diseases don't take trips, uh, which is a risk factor for the outcomes Uh, in the the general population. Add in extra sources of uncertainty. Reasonable estimates are 0.05 to 1%. Uh, That huge range markedly affects how severe the pandemic is and what should be done. A a population-wide case fatality rate of 0.05 is lower than seasonal influenza. If that is the true rate, locking down the world with potentially tremendous social and financial consequences may be totally irrational. It's like an elephant being attacked by a house cat. Frustrated and trying to avoid the cat, the elephant accidentally jumps off a cliff and dies. Could the COVID nineteen case fatality rate be that low? No, some say, pointing to a high rate in elderly people. However, even some so called mild or common cold type coronaviruses have been known for decades. Uh, that have been known for decades can have case fatality rates as high as uh, point as eight percent. It's over eight percent actually. I've read this article. It's like uh, some other COV one two four or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck
1: and that and, that, and that's for eight uh, percent of elderly people or people at risk or just elderly
0: people it, yeah El, when they when they infect elderly people in nursing homes right so yeah the exact people that this disease is killing there are common cold viruses because the common cold is caused by a number of viruses and some of them are coronaviruses yeah, yeah. and some of them uh can kill as many as 8% of the elderly people that encounter them literally the fucking cold all right that's i mean 15% is the is the number for people over at, at, as far as people showing symptoms going getting tested winding up positive for for uh for coronavirus and then dying it's like 15% for over 85 or something like that right and obviously, there's people who are not doing that bad who don't go get tested and who don't, sh- uh, who, who don't show up, right? Yeah. So, uh, in fact, such mild coronaviruses infect tens of millions of people every year and account for 3 to 11% of those hospitalized in the U.S. with lower respiratory infections each winter. These mild coronaviruses, and that's in quotations, may be implicated in several thousand deaths every year, uh, several thousands of deaths every year worldwide, though the vast majority of them are not documented with precise testing. Instead, they are lost in the noise among 60 million deaths from various causes every year. Although successful surveillance systems have long existed for influenza, the disease is confirmed by a laboratory in a tiny minority of cases. In the U.S., for example, so far this season, 1 million specimens have been tested and 222,552, 20% have tested positive for influenza in the same period. The estimated number of influenza-like illnesses is between 36 million and 51 million, with an estimated 22,000 to 55,000 flu deaths. Right? Yeah. Note the uncertainty about influenza-like illness deaths: a 2.5-fold range, corresponding to tens of thousands of deaths every year. Some of these deaths are due to influenza, and some some to other viruses like common cold coronaviruses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In an autopsy uh, series that tested for respiratory viruses in, the, in specimens from 57 older, elderly persons who died during the 2016 to 2017 influenza season, influenza viruses were detected in only 18% of the specimens, while any kind of respiratory virus was found in 47%. In some people who die from viral respiratory pa- pathogens, more than one virus is found upon autopsy, and bacteria are often superimposed. A, private, a positive test for coronavirus does not necessarily mean that this virus is always the primary responsible uh, for the patient's demise, right? Yeah, it could
1: be a collection of different coronaviruses, different colds, and they
0: just... Different they, bacteria. They, yeah, and, they and just, like
1: that, that was like the, the straw that broke the camel's
0: back. And that's one thing that we know for sure is that the vast majority of these people have serious medical conditions. Yeah, ninety-nine
1: percent was in Italy. They were like, Oh yeah, ninety nine percent had pre existing conditions that of the of the recent deaths.
0: Oh, I didn't hear that one, but that
1: of their like their last the the big day or whatever. The big
0: batch. Or the big batch. Big fucking big batch.
1: I think it said a lot of it was heart disease and diabetes.
0: Yeah, those are not going well so far. So if we assume that case fatality rate among individuals infected by, uh, by SARS-CoV-2 is 0.3% in the general uh, population, a mild guess from my Diamond pr- Princess analysis that...
1: Your Diamond Princess.
0: <laughs> from my, pon- my Ponyland perspective, is that 1% <laughs> of the U.S. population gets infected, uh, about 3.3 million people, this would translate to about 10,000 deaths. It sounds like a huge number, but is buried within the noise of the estimate, mes, estimate of deaths of influent, influenza-like illnesses. If we had not known about a new virus out there and had not checked individuals with PCR tests, the total the number of total deaths due to influenza-like illnesses would not seem unusual this year. At most, we might have casually noted that the flu season this year seems a little bit worse than average.
1: Well, here's 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 the thing, though. Why are there so many reports? Because I was watching them, you know, tonight on, like, the, the little, like, Sunday night news of, like, the host- nurses in New York, you know, and nurses, like, you know, yeah, I think even in L.A., but it was New York mostly. They were like, we're overwhelmed. Like, I've, I've never seen so much death in my life. Like, this is insane. They just keep coming in. And, it's, you know, it's like, how how... How are they seeing that if this is just
0: a small bump in the bigger scale of influenza deaths? Well, I don't think... I think it's a pretty bad problem. Mm-hmm. I think, obviously, it's it's a, a high percentage of people have to be po- hospitalized, right? Okay. But what are they saying? I've never seen so much death. Yeah, yeah. Never and,
1: seen so much death. Like... It's like this one lady because they like vice did a little or no, it was New York Times did a little like what New Yorkers are dealing with, it? you know, and it was actually kind of interesting because they, they went to a lot of restaurant owners and people who were like legit like I'm fucked. Like I'm fucked now. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm I don't am i have a fucking salary. I'm not a fucking da-da-da-da-da. like I'm fucked. And then they're like going to the nurses. And the nurses are like, yeah, like I've seen like the death is crazy. It's just it's just ongoing. And it's like I've never. I've never had a I've never not been able to help people out. And I just have to sit there and watch them slowly die. And I was like I mean, is that true? Like like is that is that really how hectic these hospitals are now? Like well, like the one in Italy, they had the, the I've heard
0: I've heard there's one hospital which I think was Columbia in New York that's mm-hmm. that's actually to the point where uh where people who who are uh you know, tested as sick, mm-hmm. come back and get back to work after recovering for for a week or whatever, right? Oh, oh, and it was this is the, this is the one I remember. The guy who detailed
1: a day in the life of a of a doctor in a in a Seattle hospital, and that was the guy who said his his doctor friend told him, "I've seen so much death that now I'm just numb well, to." Well,
0: it. Well, I get that, but but if I mean. We're talking about one nursing home that got hit and twenty five people died right all at the same time but
1: i'm I'm just yeah you, but I, you yeah. might
0: if you were one of the people working on that and you're like i just watched twenty five people die in like a fucking mm-hmm. uh, eight hour time span or whatever the fuck right? but how many
1: people die every day in those hospitals
0: from everything a lot a lot but yeah well here's so here's what we what what we have is we have an i c u capacity issue which you know, but you
1: were saying that like we have a hundred and sixty thousand vents or whatever. Or- that's
0: the well. That's what I'm saying. We're fortunate in this country to have like more a high. Basically, we we're running at about eighty five percent capacity with the standard uh, illnesses that that happen every mm-hmm, year, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So, say you have a hundred thousand, uh, which I think is the number that the U.S. has active, right? And then, so you have about fifteen thousand of those extra, okay, that can facilitate something new. So it's
1: one hundred and fifteen thousand total vents.
0: No, no, no. Oh, this is so just ICUs. I'm you're talking about. No, I'm saying the vents. Uh, there's there's one hundred that are active, and then there's like sixty thousand that are in storage. Oh, okay, okay. That are like in emergency storage.
1: We're getting, is that like the thing that we're getting here in L.A. The Trump sending us the ship, the the ICU ship
0: all oh, the the uh, na- the naval uh,
1: that's what everyone's saying LA is getting the, the one of those naval hospital ships with all the beds well there. yeah
0: that's what they're sending to two naval boats that are mm-hmm. that are red cross boats and yeah. those are supposed to house overflow mm-hmm. uh population from from the hospitals right mm-hmm. but uh yeah so the the question here so yeah what we can get to is as far as, as, so far, the U.S. death rate is falling, right? Which, uh, this guy's article would lead you to believe, right? Yeah. Now the U.S. is doing uh, testing at 40% or 40,000 uh, a day. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is fantastic. That's, that's uh, it, from my position, I want to see tons and tons and tons of cases to validate what I've been saying the whole time, which is that this is something that's ultra prevalent already and is not fucking, it's not as serious as everyone's acting like it is. Because we're only dealing with people when they come in about to die. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you go, holy shit, they have this. And then you and then you go, oh, well, everyone who gets this dies, right? Yeah if you test tons and tons and tons of people, you realize this is just a fucking uh, one more complicating factor that makes being old and having a bunch of health problems suck. Yeah. yeah. Which well, the- so, so is a whole lot of other shit that's going on at the what hospital. What do you know?
1: think about those reports of people saying like, yo, I got this in like fucking December, November. Like I I felt something just like this. I had a crazy, you know, all the symptoms of what this would be. You know, craziest flu shit of my life and I overcame it you know whatever but like that's what you know, I'm there, saying there, there are a large well, number well, of people coming okay, out I'm so saying that They're hey, like,
0: patient zero is November 17th mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. Wuhan as far as everybody patient knows patient zero did not go to or the wet market Hubei is, that, is that correct yeah, had did, no connection did not to the, go wet, to the market. wet market that's a yeah. nice
1: little fun fact that's just completely glossed over
0: yeah, but I'm not really ch- interested in focusing on that right now. Mm-hmm. I, what what mm-hmm. I want to do is talk about like we could look, we all know the information about this. There's yeah. a P4 uh biolab in Wuhan that mm-hmm. is uh where they're studying the to to get make a vaccine for SARS. Coronavirus is a is a is a variation of SARS mm-hmm. uh and it came from Wuhan. Yeah that's all the information that we have anybody has. So you can do whatever you want on, with that. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, I'll, I'll, it's not like I don't trust the I don't trust the CCP for anything, but I, I have no, nothing new to say about that. But what I do have, uh, to say is that as far as what, what this guy's talking about, uh, it's, it's all about putting it in perspective with the, with the other health problems that exist in the world currently mm-hmm. with the reality that, uh, everybody dies on the planet Yes, with the reality that people die of all sorts of shit that we take for granted on a day-to-day basis Like car accidents yeah but and but all sorts of medical shit all sorts Mm -hmm. of communicable diseases that we just accept as like you know like
1: like when you're bringing up the mercer stat you know and stuff like that yeah
0: well that's even yeah that's even kind of more different that's like just a a uh, something in the hospital that's killing everyone's <laughs> fucked up. That would that seems like a fucking uh pretty serious health crisis to me. Seems like you need to fucking clean those hospitals out a little bit. Hey,
1: clean those fucking beds.
0: Hey, you ever heard of Spick and Span? You ever heard of getting on your fucking
1: hands and knees, hands and, knees
0: and fucking uh, throwing a rub down on your fucking tools and all that shit? Yeah, I throw a rub down on my two, two, three times a week. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> With Spick and Span. Yeah. Speaking Spanish. Spain. Yeah, you know, a little rug burns or something, like turns a little red or something, but it's fucking clean. Yeah, promise I promise you I, that. I don't care. I fight AIDS with that motherfucker. You bring me a bottle of hooch. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, still so to say... He says, to, to, to summarize what he says, in the most pessimistic uh, scenario, which I do not espouse, the new coronavirus affects 60% of the global population and 1% of the infected people die. This will translate into 40 million deaths uh, globally, match, matching the 1918 influenza pandemic. The vast majority of this head would be people with limited life expectancies. That's in contrast to 1918 when many young people died. One can only hope that, much like in 1918, life will continue. Conversely, with lockdowns of months, if not years, life largely stops. Short-term and long-term consequences are entirely unknown, and billions, not just millions, of lives may be eventually at stake. If we decide to jump off the cliff, we need some data to inform us about uh, the rationale of such an action and the chances of landing somewhere safe. Mm and then uh and to uh, I mean I
1: believe that I've been saying that since day 1 like this this economic shutdown is going to kill 10 times more people than this virus like maybe you know indirectly but like in, way, suicide, in ways in ways that you don't ways, understand. Like, yeah suicide and if somebody
0: hey and if somebody didn't uh call, blow the whistle on this uh virus and get caught and get uh you know censured for it and then eventually tests are developed for it and you know who knows if we would even know that it's anything different than usual that yo that's the that's the craziest fucking part
1: is if like like i was i was was telling my chick i was like if there was just no media coverage of this if we just everything was stopped right now today i was like what what walk like would you be fear like what would you think about walking around like being around people and she's like well i I never thought of that it's because yeah like
0: well, they like, might have just been they'd be like, like, yo, there's, another some, thing. there's some bad bugs going yeah, around and they're leading bad flu season and they're leading to fucking uh, a high rates of pneumonia.
1: Yeah, it would have been I mean? one of those. And those happen all the time. we were like, well, like I remember like what, four or five years ago it was like, man, crazy flu season. And like my mom was like, telling me like, you really got to get a flu shot this well, year. You two, really got to get one. Two
0: years ago was the most deadly, uh, I think, on record. That was the one where it was sixty-eight thousand deaths in the U.S. It was 80,000 80, deaths. Eighty thousand. Was
1: that because that, they have a number on World of meters that flu deaths every year uh, have spanned from two hundred ninety to six hundred and fifty thousand globally. So it was yeah, that the six fifty thousand globally.
0: Well, in global the one. United States, the in the United in the United States, States the, it was tough. Okay. The twenty eighteen. Yeah. I don't know that. I don't, I don't. It could be just as bad for everyone mm-hmm. that year. Mm-hmm. But the 2018, twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen. Uh, Flu season was 80,000. And of that, in that flu season, uh, the number of people between, I think, what was the number? 20 years old and 60 or something like mm. that was, uh, or maybe 55, something like that, mm. was 20%. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So 20,000 or, 20, or 25% or something, 20,000 people uh, in kind of like what you would consider young age. Mm-hmm. Died of uh, the flu in the 2018-2019 flu season. Not the flu specifically, yeah, the, but flu like flu like uh,
1: viruses could be a coronavirus could in, pneumonia,
0: be. in pneumonia. In pneumonia is it's just your lungs full of fluid. Yeah, is that well, what? yeah, well, yeah it's, m- it was pneumonia is counted in that because it's uh-huh. like either pneumonia is being caused by the flu or by one of these you know coronaviruses uh-huh. or different cold viruses or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever puts you in a situation where you just end up with pneumonia without a without a more more central cause, right?
1: Yeah, but what about flattening the curve? What about the fact that like you would have all of these people crushed in the hospitals if you didn't do this? You know, and that would create way 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 more deaths like what you see in Italy where like they just basically now what is it? I I don't know if that was confirmed, but Homie was saying was six sixty and up now. Is there just like, okay, you're, you're okay, gonna die? Well,
0: then I'm gonna get real slick with economics and we we'll, mm-hmm. we'll, let's do this. But, That's uh, tough. but yeah, I do want to mention uh, Amesh Adalja uh, from John Hopkins, who I also he did a show with uh, Sam Harris and uh, he was, you know, oh yeah, the, the homie posted that up, uh, that, that podcast. Yeah. He was having the same, you know, similar attitude. He's saying, look, the <laughs> rational. Expectations for the death rates Of this are between like 0.1 Put it at 0.1 baseline Mm -hmm. Of influenza uh, And 0.6 Like the South Korean numbers at the time Right? Okay because there's probably a severity b- bias in the South Korean numbers because, you know, and they were doing a massive testing campaign. They're doing way less now because they don't really have a problem right now. Yeah. Right. So yeah. people don't just waste money. That's something that people should also think about. Mm-hmm. We're not going to test the entire global population because that's the same as why don't you give everyone a fucking, uh, uh, uh you know, free Uber back and forth to school every day. Yeah these are scarce resources and you know, they need to be fucking allocated where they're most needed. Right.
1: Yeah. But what, but also wouldn't it alleviate some of the panic if you had, cause now everyone's like, everyone could be asymptomatic, you know, and asy- like, wouldn't it alleviate some of the panic to have. Yeah. But the, I more mean, test to show that the no, death rates lower. Or well, lower, I'm saying or? that <laughs> when
0: South Korea did mm-hmm. go hard on testing, mm-hmm. They did alleviate the panic, and now they don't really have that many deaths coming out, and they don't have that many new cases. So they don't have an expansive. The US is gonna be the leader in testing globally very soon.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, the amount of of privatized testing. Well,
0: it was 40,000 a day for the last couple of days. So, you know, we're gonna pass that, whatever, 250,000 that South Korea had a week ago. We're gonna pass that very quickly and then our number is going to balloon right because our number of of cases of cases yeah and i i you know i'm i'm saying uh i'm saying that uh we probably we're probably looking at a drastically declining death rate right
1: that i mean that's i would i would hope, <coughs> i would hope for that cuz i mean man this this whole quarantine thing i hear like i like how long do you think we're going to like how long are we supposed to do this for That's the craziest part that no one has a fucking answer for.
0: Well, so what you were just saying is flatten the curve, right?
1: Yes, and that's the thing. I constantly like I get berated by people about that. Like, like
0: well, so flattening the curve. Well, so why are we trying to flatten the curve, smash the curve? Why do we have uh, scarce resources in healthcare? Why do we have limitations on the number of hospital beds? Yeah, Yeah.
1: because healthcare is a right.
0: Well, and ICU and, and all of that, right? Like why, why are we, why, why is it that we have the 160,000 ventilators that we have and that we can't dramatically increase that number of ventilators right now? Why? Well, why is that? Let's talk about the common man's assessment of facts on the ground the u s bungled this crisis not by suspending the Constitution and sending the National Guard to pen in its own citizens, but by being too liberal and waiting too long to do so. The federal agencies that should bear the weight of any problem in the u s due to the testing disaster uh and the and the you know not allowing private citizens to test people when they were trying to right mm-hmm should have had more money and more power because that's the answer to everything. Also the fact that we don't have universal health healthcare or really socialized medicine is the reason that people are dying.
1: Yeah. I hear that a, a lot, a lot.
0: Funny enough. Funny. You mentioned that the world health organization ranks nation's healthcare systems on a very similar rubric to that common man. It is all about how free and accessible the healthcare system is, on top of a little lip service to quality. The WHO ranks France as number one, Italy as number two, and after a few tiny islands and micro nations, Singapore is in the middle there. And then there's you know a couple other little islands and micro nations. Malta,
1: I think, it was up there, right? Malta, I think, it was there. Was
0: maybe it was one of them? I
1: saw Malta up there. It was like four or some shit. I was like,
0: San four? Lucia or something, you know. <laughs> Uh, Spain is the number seven healthcare system in the world. Oh,
1: that makes, right? that, ma- that makes sense. I mean, they're doing an amazing job. I mean, Germany, on the other hand, has 0.2%. It's chilling right next to those guys.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Today, Italy is by far the owner of the most deaths due to healthcare capacity issues. And deaths total, for uh, for that matter... At forty eight hundred and twenty five as of March twenty second, what are we talking today? Wait, how
1: could you have the have one of the best health cares, and your whole thing is that you don't you can't provide enough health care?
0: Well, dude, you, what you don't understand is that it's free for everyone. It's so, a right. It's a right. So yeah, no, their deaths are fifty four seventy six right now.
1: Damn, I already went it, went it went up again.
0: <laughs> yeah, went up. It went up, uh, up six hundred. Six hundred fifty.
1: They're just fucking overnight. Like, they're just like tossing. They're just tossing bodies on the ground right now. Are they? They're just like. They're just like sorry. Fuck it. Your shit's well, all fucked let's, up. Let's
0: let's talk about why Spain has reached fourth place for both confirmed cases and total deaths in a very short period of time. Very Fr- short. Period. France is, has the seventh most confirmed cases and the fifth most deaths on the same trajectory the darlings of the who the darlings of fucking socialized healthcare in the world mm-hmm. right as yeah. far as large countries especially right people will be like yeah but what about denmark you go yeah like a little country with nine million people or something like that yeah uh and and you know not a lot of like uh unseemly characters you walk around the street there's not a lot of dope fiends and fucking no. not not in the way that there is in paris or fucking you know not in the way that there is in rome right well i mean man
1: I remember when we went to fucking paris and you
0: got that fucking crazy cut and they just gave
1: you bandages from like a walgreens
0: a true yeah a real true story from a from a <laughs> from a uh paris Emergency room. I was embarrassed to go to the emergency room because I never do, but it was my second major scar in one week. Yeah, and it was. It, oof. And it was, I thought it looked pretty bad. I <laughs> thought I was gonna come back. I got jumped in London, and then I got fucking, and then I smashed my eyeball on a fucking staircase in Paris. And then I, I was thinking, all right, I'm going to come back like look like Quasimodo, so I have to go to the emergency room. Uh, and see if I get need stitches for this bottom one and I go there and uh they rubbed vaseline on my face and gave me a prescription for gauze with no tape and uh for a uh for a ice pack that was warm I had to buy those at the I a pharmacy I couldn't get them from the emergency room mm. that's what the that, Sick ass healthcare system is look like from my perspective, right? That that looks like
1: you got your right.
0: Yeah, dude, I, you got your right. To and then I paid fifty euros for it. I paid fifty euros to get slimed on by some fucking it's loser. Because you're not a a citizen, all right mm. Healthcare isn't a right if you're not a citizen. Oh, dude, what's up with that? That sounds like very fucking xenophobic, bro. <laughs> um. So, yeah, the darlings are handling it w- worse. Why is that? Everyone is vitally aware that the spread of COVID-19 pandemic, blah, blah, blah. Um, let's see. Uh, and to, It says, to demonstrate, we can look at two cases of Italy and South Korea. At the time of writing, this was written in March 12th, and I got this from Mises Wire. I think it's from the the guy's personal site. I'll get to his name at the end. uh, we, uh I know I, the, the article that we, we had kind of shared back and forth. Yeah, that's... Please, please. That's Italy, great. Italy has experienced 15,113 cases, while South Korea has confirmed 7,869. However, the South Korean number is rising at a relatively tepid 100 cases a day to Italy's roughly 2,500 added today. Uh, data on the spread of the novel coronavirus was obtained from this site tracking the outbreak fuck that. I shouldn't have read that. Overall, Italy and South Korea have similar populations around 60 and 50 uh, million respectively. Although the South Korean half of the Korean Peninsula is about a third of the size of Italy in terms of uh, land area. Italy is experiencing quickly spiring exponential growth in confirmed cases despite shutting down the entire country with curfews and travel restrictions and heavily focusing on the provision of care. By contrast, even a cult that, even with a cult that ex- essentially spread the disease on purpose, that's how it yeah. all, that's how it all started in South Korea. South Korea has uh, gained a strong foothold in containing COVID nineteen. There are many reasons for this difference in outcome, but some of them are directly related to their far more socialized uh, healthcare system in Italy. Okay, so although. Although South Korea does have, a, and, and you'll hear this all the time, you go, why, why did South Korea handle it? Well, they have universal health care, right? Yeah, this- I,
1: and I, I, I was, you know, I, I definitely was kind of puzzled by how that whole how thing worked out. So I love this article that you're about to go.
0: Although into. South Korea does have a state monopolized system providing a universal health insurance, this state-provided insurance is not able to set prices in the market for health care. Which is a major thing that's as far as like when Medicare entered, uh, you know, the the American health care market, mm-hmm. they dramatically impacted the prices and they weren't attempting to set price controls at first, mm-hmm. but then they ended up having to set price controls in order to not make it so that everyone who didn't have Medicare was completely fucked, right? Yeah. Which is why if you're going to do something stupid like this, you might as well do it for everyone because you're just going to make everything expensive for everyone else, right? Yeah. Now, I'm saying I don't want to do either one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you, you're just disadvantaging the people who, who are missing out on this rush to, to use free medicine, right? Mm-hmm. That sh- shoots prices up. But if you take the fucking price controls off, the market still gets to pu- gets to play all of its uh information gaining maneuvers okay figure out what people really need set prices the way that they really need to be set incentivize people to really do the things that they want that they should be doing right and uh of course you can't afford to pay unlimited amount of money <laughs> and so here that's how we have the system that we have in south korea which is uh Hospitals and clinics routinely charge patients more than the state insurance will pay, which has caused many Koreans to take out private insurance to cover the difference. The Korea Bizwire reports that eight out of ten Koreans take out such insurance, with the average Korean paying just about $120 a month for supplementary insurance on top of their tax funded uh universal health care, right? Yeah. Which is pretty much the cost of uh, of catastrophic healthcare in the United States, right? Okay. Um, care is provided by a set of hospitals that are ninety four percent privately owned, with a fee, with a uh, fee for service model and no direct government subsidies. Many of these hospitals are run by charitable foundations or private universities. Private hospitals in the country exploded in number from 1,185 in 2002 to 3,048 in 2012. The result is that South Korea has 10 hospital, hospital beds per 1,000 people, more than twice the OECD average, and nearly three times as many as Italy's 3.4 beds per capita these private hospitals also charge significantly less between 30 to 85% of the price than US hospitals which are all, are also often required to get a certificate of need from the government bec- before construction depending on what state they're built in right so that's just about when you introduce big public programs into healthcare how much decision making power they have in these public private you know hybrid systems right Okay. basically South Korea ha- went full free market with the provi- with the good itself and basically just provided a welfare service to pay for it right yeah which Italy did the opposite And so, in Italy, by contrast, surgeries and hospitalization provided by public hospitals or conventional private ones are completely free of charge for everyone, regardless of their income. This is entirely paid for by the National Health Service, Servizio Sanitario (laughs) Nazionale, as our family doctor services. Uh, Waiting times can be up to a few months for large public facilities, though they are somewhat shorter for small private facilities. Uh, with contracts to provide services through SSN. Public and private medical providers offer free market options in which the patient pays directly, but this is rarely taken up, and this contributes very little to hospital revenues. Emergency medical service is always free of charge. Italy experienced uh, ongoing healthcare worker shortage uh, even before COVID-19 struck the country, and they were blaming that on mishandling of of, you know, why is the healthcare system not, in, you know, doing a more active campaign to recruit healthcare workers in schools or whatever, right? What? Well, that's what that's the paper that I read that this connects to. Is that mm-hmm. it's like, you know, schools need to be pushing in people's heads that they should be healthcare workers because we don't have enough, you know what makes people want to be healthcare workers everywhere else? Higher salaries. Duh. Yeah, fucking... <laughs> the if healthcare
1: work, like, if you had a crazy demand, then you'd be able to raise the salaries, and then guess what? You'd get the people. The price mechanism. The price mechanism.
0: And look, a lot of these people who save someone's life ten times a day are scumbags who just want to fuck hot chicks and drive a fucking nice car.
1: Hey, stop talking about the homie, man.
0: <laughs> Which, every doctor? <laughs> <laughs> But I'm saying it's not it doesn't make you a good person that you work in healthcare. And you don't and it's not necessarily important that you are a good person to work in healthcare. What's important is that you uh provide,
1: are, provide good care.
0: That you're good at what you do. Yeah, yeah. That some that you, that that you're held accountable for when you fail, that you're fucking uh that that you're, you're awarded when you succeed. And uh the price mechanism allows for people who provide this function to make a bunch of money yeah. in a lot of different countries where, uh, where, you know, people value healthcare, right? Yeah. And
1: you know what? I bet you though, if, if you, if you, that price mechanism was allowed, allow, allowed to fuck around with the salaries, you would get people that would, because of the higher salaries care a lot more about their service too. You know, like, like in my industry, there's, once you get to a certain, like to get to that certain level to get to that certain money to get to that certain salary you do have to care about what
0: you're doing well yeah yourself. you just have so to be so doing. fucking good yeah, and, the, and and you by, have to
1: be so fucking good and by being so fucking by good, virtue of being yeah, yeah by
0: virtue of being good you've you've uh immersed yourself in the in the idea like if, for the most part yeah, yeah. yeah. But currently, the Italian healthcare system is overwhelmed by tens of thousands of cases it's already facing. They have turned to rationing care to prioritize the young, leaving uh, m- the most at risk of the virus to essentially fend for themselves. Which Mo- doesn't
1: even fucking make sense, man. Like what like you the the numbers are already out that the people the young people are the ones that are surviving their most. Well I think but, it, I but think, is that with medical care no, th- they're surviving think, or well,
0: yeah, no, I think this is all about who is uh who is getting ICUs. So So the young people, they still
1: might have to go into an ICU, but they're gonna be surviving that ICU trip versus the old people, you're putting them in ICU and they're not. Yeah. Even, it's not even worth
0: it. Yeah, when you get an, and when you get such bad uh, fucking uh, pneumonia that you can't breathe no more, they put you on a lung that breathes for you until your body yeah, clears, it, clears the yeah, shit out, yeah. right? Because
1: because all, all all that shit is is your body is just. Like your lungs filling up is actually your body winning the fight, and it's just like the. That's the crazy. That's the reason
0: why they say that kids. From what I've heard from like ten people now, why kids don't get it because they don't have a strong enough immune system. Exactly. So it's only your own immune system that's killing you with this shit, and it's yeah, yeah. That's why
1: the Spanish flu was so so deadly because it was it was turning that on hyperspeed to people in their twenties and thirties. So yeah. They were just they had strong ass immune systems that were just murdering them. It's
0: fucked up, so yeah, it says uh it says uh." most just chalk this up to the severity and danger of the pandemic that they're rationing care, right? However, the evidence tells a different story. It portrays a situation made far worse by a reliance on government centralized healthcare that manages costs by de facto price rationing rather than a free market system. Although South Korea provides a basic safety net, it is also one of the closest healthcare systems in the world to a free market outpacing to a significant degree, even the U S system, which includes a great number of suppliers, Supply restricting regulations that only drive up costs and hurt availability. As a result, South Korean healthcare did what Italy's already undersupplied system could not do cope effectively with the pandemic and managed to get it under control without shutting down an entire country in the process. If US officials wish to, wish to effectively handle the rising number of cases in big cities, they would do well to take lessons from South Korea and start freeing the market for healthcare rather than bungling a monopolized testing protocol, which we've already talked about, the CDC not allowing fully functional tests and then on, forcing everyone to use a fucked up test that didn't work and they admit didn't work and now they had to start over. So we're starting at zero with zero tests, right? Mm. Uh, and thereby preventing people from getting tested. This would not immediately resolve the problems cre- created by bad regulation in the past, but it would certainly reduce its negative consequences while improving the healthcare system's ability to deal with these sorts of crises going forward, uh, and it would also have the benefit of reducing the cost of healthcare generally. And then today, right before I came here, uh, my brother sent me the thing. Israeli doctor Guy Peleg who is currently working to save lives in Parma, Italy, told Channel 12 that things are only getting worse as the number of patients keeps gr- growing. In his, de- his at, As his department uh, receives coronavirus patients who are terminally ill, the focus is to allow patients to meet loved ones and communicate with them during their last moments despite quarantine re- regulations. Other reports claim that as the number of dead increases, some families find themselves unable to secure a proper burial for the loved ones uh, Peleg said from what he sees and hears in the hospital the instructions are not to offer access to artificial respiratory machines to patients over 60.
1: damn that is that that is I saw your your, your brother sent that and I was like or said that and then we, I didn't I didn't get to see the confirmed back for the actual that's fucking nuts. that's that's the entire risk the entire at-risk population you're just like i
0: mean we just can can we can't do this we can't do this <laughs> so in a large part i read a lot of articles about south korea's troubles with their national healthcare system mm-hmm. about 15 years ago 20 years ago mm-hmm. it started in like 1977 i think they had totally private before that yeah but then they instituted this program and uh It just seems like it seems like they they had a bunch of issues, had a bunch of issues, and then kind of the basically the private sector kind of just took everything and boom, built around it, Mm -hmm. right? And started making shit move.
1: But see, how how does it work in that instance? But like we kind of have something similar, right? Private sector interacting with the public sector and healthcare, and like our shit is fucking. Bananas. I mean, it's great. It's great healthcare, but it's expensive as fuck. I mean,
0: are they experiencing those same? Well, they're cheaper. What do they say? Thirty-five to eighty-five mm-hmm. percent of the cost, depending on what the procedure is or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. But they, you know, they we have. I, I mean, a huge percentage of our shit comes from intellectual intellectual property protections, right? Which benefit the rest of the world at the expense of us, right? So we get taxed. For creating the world's pharmaceuticals in a lot of circumstances, right?
1: Yeah, and then the rest of the world just copies them.
0: Exactly, and then uh, oh yeah, no, my like my 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 chick would like when she had to get you
1: know any pharmaceuticals out here, she was just blown away by you know the prices of the things she had to get out here. And she would just show me, like, like you know, when she went back, she was like, yeah, I got, like, a fucking year's supply for, like, a tenth of that. And I was like, yeah, yeah. it's fucking no, cause it,
0: fucked up. It, because anyone can can take this shit and make it for $4 yeah. a bottle. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't matter what the thing is. They can reverse engineer it and do that. Oh, yeah. Cool. So the U.S. is where they make their money. We are their captive market. Mm-hmm. That's why they... uh. Engage in all this business. If you're a consequentialist, you go well. Look at all the benefit it does for he- it causes for healthcare, and then you don't understand. Oh yeah, but look, it also makes healthcare prohibitively expensive, and yeah. then therefore you incentivize a whole culture of uh, people to push for socialized medicine, which will eventually decrease the quality of medicine if you yeah. if you get let yeah, it yeah, catch yeah, hold. Yeah. It's like this is the reason why you can't be a consequentialist because you're just stuffing your hole in another fi- uh hole in the finger in another oh. hole in the boat like constantly. And the
1: thing that I, like I would hear people's arguments of being like if if we didn't um if we didn't have intellectual property rights then people wouldn't create anything. And it's like that's not that's not the whole incentive
0: for them. Like 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 it's not like, also the only way to get paid for doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No, like There's they'll they will find another way to get their paper. But like that's no. And it's and and you go, okay, so we don't have the We we aren't the only country in the world where this racket is put together to make extreme profits for these companies. And, and, you know, we don't create the world's uh, best pharmaceuticals. Guess what? Bill Gates. I just found a super cool thing for you to invest your money in. Guess what, uh, every university in the world? I think you need to start ramping up. Guess what? Uh, fucking necessity is the mother of invention. You know what I mean? Fucking uh, hard times make, uh, you know, hard men. Hard men make good times. Good times make soft men. Oh. Good men make hard times. Soft men make hard times. <laughs>
1: wait what how does soft men make hard to- oh yeah, yeah that's right that's how we-
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying pressure bus pipes wow that's cool I'm saying uh, I'm saying two in the fucking two in the fucking canoe is better than one you're talking in about a- birds and bushes again <laughs> I'm saying uh, imagine me I walk through the market it's just me and my fiddle and everyone else no one wants to see that fiddle <laughs> <laughs> This is the kind of stuff I tell the toddlers. I'm getting away with some really like lazy jokes with the, with my kids these days. Yeah, I can just say anything to them, and they start laughing at I me. Mean, you know, they're laughing, laughing now. Yeah, I'll just be, I just as long as I'm singing songs and like you know flashing shit around them. Yeah. Do you, ever,
1: do you ever just go up to them and be like, you you tell them about the kids throwing rocks at your cocks while you're trying
0: to throw a rub down on yourself? I, know I don't think they would respond to that style yet. You should just uh, you should start, you know. It's getting pretty close time. They, need, they might need to hear a few tapes. Maybe they would, actually, because if <laughs> as long as I was very boisterous. <laughs> as long as I was very boisterous and emphatic about that. Introduce him to the wood chipper. <laughs> I just, they're not going to get like the cynical. Uh, no, no. Under, of course not. No, That fucking throwing rocks at my cocks. They'll think it's they, funny. They probably like that. Yeah, they'll think it's funny. I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> then one day they'll just throw a rocket. <laughs> what are you doing? Hey, we're all we're already playing Punch Daddy and Kick Daddy. <laughs> throw a rocket daddy's caucus. Oh man. my god. <laughs> <laughs> my household's gonna get real wild quick, man. <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait to go over there, and it's just like one's
1: like attached to the wall slash ceiling, like ingrained. Climbed up, another one just ah, oh, bees in the middle, like just with a bathrobe on, like yes, 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 fight, <laughs> swing, learn to kill. Yeah, you should you should wear the same bathrobe that you wore on that first trip to Amsterdam. The connoisseur returns. The connoisseur child care edition.
0: <laughs> that was a pretty sick, sick party in Amsterdam. Huh? Yeah, it was fun, man. Damn, I used to wear a bathrobe outside. You used to wear a bathrobe <laughs> a lot, man. You don't wear bathrobes
1: anymore, huh? I mean, I don't. I don't really see you that much. Cause we used to live together, so like, I, I don't. Maybe you do wear a bathrobe, you know,
0: in your private time. No, I don't wear. I don't live in. Uh, I don't live in the. You north. don't live in a boys. You don't live in a boys' boys' house. <laughs> You were wearing that bathrobe a lot when you lived in a boy's house. No, I have a bathrobe, but I haven't worn it ever. What do you mean, ever? I mean, I've never worn it because I live in California. Oh,
1: oh, okay. Like, since you moved here, I was like,
0: no, you've worn many a bathrobe. No, but the the one that I got, I haven't worn because I.
1: Hey, hey, maybe you go home tonight after the cast, you fucking put that robe on, you sit in that chair, you think about how you're a connoisseur.
0: I mean, maybe I should be wearing it as long as we're, as long as we're all practicing social distancing and and doing our fair share, like doing our part. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm just doing my part, just like anyone else, you know? Isn't it, isn't it so fucking corny that this is exactly like everything else they do? Like, this has become the new, uh, this is the new moral high ground, uh no, left wing thing. No, it is and it's and it's
1: and it's the that fucking age group, man, that young, like mid twenties age group are like the worst ones of it. Dude. And it's like I'm out out and about, like, do you guys just not see like all of the people that are much older than both of us. That are like looking at you like you fucking pussies. Yeah, and they're the ones that are have the highest chance of dying. And their chance <laughs> of dying, first of all, is not that high. No, nope. it's not. Th- and that's that high. why. That's why they look at us like some fucking pussies.
0: We're they're like, us. they're like, oh, I'm fucking seventy one. And I'm fucking. uh, You're telling me I can't go to the store or go to the bar because there's a five percent chance I might die if I catch something. Doug, I literally heard the fuck out of here. Yeah, I literally
1: heard a guy on the phone today in the grocery store talking to his friend. Like he's he's like he's like like what what am I supposed to do? Fucking sit in the house? Like no no I'm not gonna fucking sit in the house. I'm gonna go into fucking and I'm in the grocery store.
0: Look at this shit. Look at these fucking animals in here. There's nothing in here the fuck is going on yeah I was no. like, yeah you're right no and that's and that's uh that's what i'm saying as far as the south korean method and the the taiwanese method and singapore method it's and look what what and the japanese what did England, you say the
1: japanese method i think I that's
0: mean, i think that's what they did too just 100. i mean what the that one video
1: you sent to us uh do you know what's the guy's name uh dawson Ryan Dawson. Ryan Dawson. He he had he had a really cool video just like walking around Japan, just
0: being like, Look, there's yeah. bread? like bread. He's like, guess what? It's over over here. Oh, <laughs> guess what? It also didn't ever start. <laughs> it really didn't. I was remember,
1: I was like mentioning, I was like, what's up with Japan, man? Like they're just not in the news at all. No, but right they, there. they were
0: initially one of the most infected, huh? right? Huh. It's it's just there's something going on here. There's something going on with uh first of all. There is no socialism on the level of Europe uh, in Asia, right? No. E- even in China, the Chinese healthcare system, funny enough, surprisingly enough, provided by the CCP, mm-hmm. the Chinese Communist Party uh-huh. is less socialist than the motherfucking- Really? Europe How so? Because it covers less than 50% of healthcare costs. Oh, shit. So everyone pays out of pocket for everything or, or has private insurance. Wow, they have a goal of being able to afford uh, healthcare coverage uh, by like 2050 or something. You know, right around when they get their emissions down. You know, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, shit, they might they might be able to afford it if they just completely tank our economy and just juice us for all that we have. <laughs> um, I don't
0: yeah. know how ideologically uh, devoted to the idea of providing things for people the the CCP is anymore. <laughs> I don't know how communist.
1: Yeah, they're they're pretty good at taking away.
0: I think they just they're just a full-blown uh uh criminal organization yeah. at this point. <laughs> but
1: yo, one thing I wanted to bring up is what uh your brother was talking about about the people online on forums out here in LA talking about like Trying to to snitch on their neighbors for walking around outside.
0: Well, he said family members too. That's he's like who? Who who do I call? Crazy. Who do I call? I can't get my grandma to stop going out for a walk. That's who who do I call?
1: So crazy, dude. Like that's some real like Gestapo shit. Like some real like. I, I was talking to like my girl about that. I was like, like, what do you think about that? Like, what do you think if fucking. You were, you know, cause you. She's like, you know, I want to go out and walks, and you know, it's like that. I can't be pent up here. I'm like, what do you think if, like, fucking our neighbor just called the fucking police on you when you were trying to just take a walk around the block, and they just came and fucking was like, oh hey, sorry, you got to go back in the house.
0: It's like, obvious.
1: how crazy would that
0: be? You'd that's, be like, what? Yo, know, but that's the obviously what this has to be. This is a right. We are all in this together. Yeah, I get that. We're all in this. Are we all in this together? I don't think we're all in this together. The the fucking matter of fact, I hate all you guys, man. I don't like any
1: of you motherfuckers. dude. I I never once hung out with you ever. So I'm kind of confused how now we're all in this together. Every
0: once in a while, I talk to one of you guys at the bar and like tolerate your ass. I do not like you, motherfuckers. No. This country is full of uh, the most narcissistic, pussy, fucking, yeah, yeah, uh, pussy, self-indulgent pussy, pussy. group of fucking pansies you could possibly get we together.
1: Def- we're looking like some or, real pansies,
0: or well. just the most selfish, evil, hedonistic monsters. Like those are our two types of people. We yeah. have like pure evil, and which one are you? man i'm just i i'm just straight up
1: <laughs> Hey, I'm, man i'm just i'm just a good boy you, you're a pure Americana? no
0: nah, i'm an archetype from fucking from fucking the ancient past bro oh my god i'm the jovial i'm a i'm a jovial uh naysayer bro <laughs> <No>. <laughs> i'm fucking i'm friar tuck you're friar tuck yeah oh my god <laughs> On the other hand, uh, you know, we're around a bunch of, like, opportunistic, hyper-criminal assholes who, like, actually are just, like, super angry about whatever happened to them growing up and they want to inflict it on somebody else. Or we're around a bunch of fucking pussies who don't even know that their life is ever in danger. That's why they're so scared right now.
1: But what's weird is how... They're kind of convincing the hyper criminals. Like I don't know, man. This should, this this moment right here is very odd. Well, apparently it's those very fucking apparently odd, those man.
0: guys are only they're only uh, tough when it comes to impressing their homies or something. It's just
1: I don't know this this how everything has been shaking out out here, like with this situation has like brought a very like big glaring. I know microscope or whatever you want to say to like our like people like I just never noticed like whoa like yeah you know, I'm a, I'm around people in my jobs a lot you know what I mean but maybe it's just because of like I'm in more of the service industry so I'm just kind of like that's I'm just providing a service I'm doing my thing but like it's man like it's fucking nuts how people think right now like it's nuts man like it it doesn't it feels like a fucking dream or something.
0: Well, here's the dream that they're living through is that they. The the Federal Reserve is printing a record amount of money right now. Yeah,
1: no one's talking about any of this stuff. No one's talking about the oh. fact that like we're we're gonna go like everyone's talking about like f- yeah fucking Trump's ruining this shit. We gotta like f- we're gonna we gotta get fucking our guy Biden. It's like dog. I don't even think Trump wants this shit anymore. He might just fucking at the election be like you know what, have at it, Biden. Go ahead. See what you can do when I fucking printed a trillion
0: dollars a day. You know what I mean? Like, go ahead, go ahead, see what you can do. And just to clarify for everybody, when they're printing that, when they're printing that money, there's some of it that is going into like specific, some of it, they, they, they're, they're calling QE specifically. And some of it is just specifically short-term loans that are going into, uh, the repo markets, right. that, and that that's supposedly payback in a week or two or whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's that's what I, I had read in like that they're they're not even the banks aren't even trying to take as much loans as as the money that's available. Like what's 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 that about?
0: No, but well as far as the as far as basically the shortfall of the overnight lending between banks, this is I mean, to get back to like real Austrian principles is like what is the core foundation of Austrian business cycle theory is that credit expansion is the cause of the boom and bust cycle, right? Mm -hmm. And so the initial enemy in Mises' lifetime was uh, fractional reserve banking, Mm -hmm. which he considered fraudulent. Mm -hmm. The fact that people were depositing their savings in a bank that told them that they could take their savings at any time, uh, but they couldn't Take them at any time because if everyone came to take them at the same time, then they wouldn't be there, right? Right, and so yeah, and I mean maybe they pay you this interest rate as like some whatever the fuck, right? But it's hilarious, you know. No, I I I had seen
1: somewhere. I mean, it's that's obviously on a much like lower scale, but it was like some some bank that was saying like. I maybe it was in Seattle or some shit that was like you guys gotta stop withdrawing your money like you can't like you can't just keep withdrawing your money out right now you gotta stop or we're going to stop you from withdrawing your money yeah.
0: <laughs> I was like, whoa.
1: <laughs> well, this, that's how that, Hey, that's how shit gets real fucking great depression. This is how it happens. <laughs> real great depression. man.
0: Well, and this is why money just went out of gold and money just went out of Bitcoin is because it's a, it's an international fucking clamor for liquidity. And the fact that all these people have open projects and all these people have, you know, business they need to keep running and they're just short on cash for making day to day operations possible.
1: Yeah, so they're selling. They're selling off their investments because that was one thing that you had mentioned was like, you know, Schiff was crushing. It was like, see, it's not a fucking store of value. No one's fucking you know putting their money into a crisis, and it's like, he is correct on that. Like well, people
0: weren't putting their money into it, but you see the same thing happening to gold, and even mm-hmm. more to mm-hmm. like. Uh, uh you know gold, and, and gold that, stocks and
1: that that explanation is what you said right there is that it's just people need liquidity they need they need some yeah. some, some type of shit just to keep the lights on
0: yeah no i yeah. think i think people are going to rush back into bitcoin and and crypto and gold uh when it becomes clear that there's some sort of economic activity that's going to take place again and then you go okay, which is which is the uh, so okay now we can engage in like saving, which is what those are those are tools of saving, right? Those tools. Do you have one of those tools? Are you promoting a gold card,
1: by any chance?
0: Well, if you, I mean, you just just hit up my website. It's uh, <laughs> my wife. She buys everything in gold, it's gold a, jewelry. <laughs> it's bbcbbw dot net. But, you know, if you, it's it, as far as, as far as like in the, in this super complex economy, you know, that kind of logic doesn't work in a, you know, one week period, right? Yeah. But I think that that is what's going, what basically people are going to come out of this with, the dollar is booming right now. Because of what's happening.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'd, uh, I came across something that was saying that I was...
0: I well, the same... I and this it. is the same thing that happened in the 2008 crisis. Like, guess what? The U.S. made terrible decisions in 2008. Every other country in the world made really way worse decisions. The U.S. is making awful decisions right now. Mm-hmm. All of Europe is making worse decisions. Uh,
1: so, like, we're just be We're... Lucking out that everyone's making worse decisions than us. No, but what happens when they no, stop but, making worse decisions? No,
0: but keep an eye on Asia. Yeah, they're not making worse decisions. Than Asia, us. Asia learned something this time. Oh. No, nah, we're about to be fucking second. We're about to be playing second fiddle. I that, that's what I mean.
1: In our own country, we're kind of playing second fiddle to them. I mean, Indians and fucking Asians are the top percentage of fucking earners.
0: Oh, trust me, when it actually changes, you'll know the difference. When it actually actually becomes an Asian world as opposed to a European world. You'll know the difference. Oh, buddy. Wait, but they have fun. They have fun in
1: Asia, right? They have fun. For now. No, but they have fun. Vietnam, there's a lot of fun over there. There's fun. Thailand, there's
0: fun. Why can't
1: they bring some of that fun here?
0: I had a lot of fun over there, but you know what? So much of that is built on, like, Americana. You know what I mean? (laughs) What what happens when this Wait, are
1: you saying there's no fun in Japan? There's 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 fun, isn't it? they have their own fun?
0: I'm just saying what happens when the when the West is defeated then what happens to all those Western like,
1: oh, you're taught. You're saying then we have to cut our dicks off to go into downtown. No,
0: I'm saying, I'm <laughs> saying like that whole cultural <laughs> attitude where it's like, no, it's way more fun to listen to rock and roll and hip hop and uh, put on makeup and dance. And, you know, uh, yeah, no, that's
1: what so I'm saying, and that'll go away. And then downtown, LA and then it's just Forbidden City, and we'll have to cut our
0: dicks off and be able to go in there. <laughs> exactly, dude. <laughs> if you ever want to go to a fucking civilized bar again, you're gonna have to be a eunuch, get fucking tea.
1: That's a rough one. That is gonna be a rough one for some fucking drinkers. You gotta decide between your dick or your drink.
0: That's where the buck stops. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go pretty I'll go pretty. <laughs> I'll go pretty far, man.
1: Okay. Hey man, there's a couple things I won't do.
0: Say the Lord's name in vain. <laughs> One thing I won't do is ever root for the fucking... <laughs> root for the Eagles. <laughs> 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 I'm a simple man. I just want to fucking handy at at an at, at R&TZ every once in a fucking weasel, bro. And, you know, just want to stay stay true to my fucking you my dogs. My you oh. dub dogs. you <laughs> dub <laughs> dogs. Who let those dogs out? Oh,
1: fuck. Should probably wrap this up. It's getting right like an hour and a half.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, we ain't got nothing to do. You guys ain't got nothing to do. They shut the whole city down. Well, let's go try to find uh, one of these secret parties. Downtown Los Angeles. I heard they have secret parties for people who
1: want to get yeah, you know the secret party that they have. You don't want to go there. <laughs> Cause you might get chased chased by another knight in shining armor. <laughs> <laughs> uh he might be trying to get you get you get you a free pass into the forbidden city.
0: <laughs> oh man. Why 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 could there not just be a bunch of like co ed, you know, hip people who are into <laughs> you know Satanist after hours <laughs> yeah that's a good that is a good question well it's just bunch much fags apparently
1: <laughs> dude that's it's open to interpretation remember you were told that
0: yeah some of these people look like hot chicks you just put you just put your upside down goggles on <laughs> well yeah no i think uh i think i don't know I don't know how effectively any of that was explained. Uh, hopefully, I w- basically what I'm trying to say is the United States is going to be more agile than Italy. Italy destroyed its healthcare system by centralizing it. Mm-hmm. We have hampered our healthcare system by partially centralizing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but especially if you're going to make good Decisions right now, you don't force people to make shit. What you do is you allow the price mechanism to operate. Allow ventilators to become the most expensive thing on earth. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Make it so that everybody in the world wants to produce these. Yeah. Make it so that people want to temporarily turn their... Uh, f- make this a boom time. Yeah. Right? And you want to know how you make it a boom time? By taking away all your stupid fucking laws and all your restrictions. And then, motherfucker, hey, you out of work for six weeks? Guess what? You can get back to work right now uh, building out a fucking facility that's not up to code and fucking going and taking these uh, 3D print ventilators off the internet, printing them out, Making them up, everybody who is not approved for the perfect ventilator, if there is overflow, come over here, mm-hmm. come over here. Here's another ventilator in another room. Boom, and we'll try to take care of you. Blah, bam, yeah, right?
1: This, this could, this could, this could have been a, a moment of economic boom instead it's, of bust.
0: It certainly should be, and it certainly should be. It, hey, look, It's a
1: moment of economic boom for me. Oh, right.
0: God, it yeah. is, I'm not gonna lie. Hey, the the last recession, the last recession, I just fucking made a ton of money and just Dude, I don't ha- even know. Ha-
1: like that's what I was saying. I was like, this one might be weird because I don't remember the last recession. Like I don't. Re- like I we weren't even, we weren't even watching TV that much either. So it was just like I was like I don't. I don't even fucking know what's going on with that shit. No, nah, dog. We
0: were, <laughs> oh, we were in Europe on a, on a rampage yeah. when the fucking housing crisis happened. Oh, yeah. That's right. Come on, dude. We've been partying for that's decades. Weird. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's,
1: <laughs> like, I literally, I just remember, like, like when everyone was like, oh, it's finally done. And then I heard these dudes being like, I made so much money off buying these cheap foreclosed houses. And I was like, wow, that's. Interesting. Yeah. Whatever. We just, <laughs> I've been selling that shit that just keeps moving. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know, man. I can't. I can't help you on that one. Nothing. My world seemed pretty, pretty straightforward. I think
0: it's gonna be easy this time too, man. Just stay, I hope so, man. I hope it, so. If you just stay agile, if you if you're not like a fucking, you're not like, oh, I only have one skill and yeah. I just can't do my skill anymore, so I'm gonna sit at home
1: and pull no. my head off. Well, definitely. You know what has happened with me has definitely given me a lot of hope for the agility of of being able to move it through the market. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, holy shit! Like I'm actually making more money than it was before. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, and you shit. were bummed. You thought yeah. you were done. I was like, oh man! And I was like, oh well, no. Actually, just you know, figure something else out. There's a little, little bit of what, was this? Would that be a little
0: bit of arbitrage? But Yeah, but you just viper mad. Must have your fun. (laughs) Oh, my God. I never said it can't be done. (laughs) The people are talking, but I don't care. I'm 21. I'm far from done. I've just begun. What? You don't know that one? No. Wrap your chops around this stick of tea. Blow this gauge and get tall with me. Is that The Doors? No. It's like fucking ancient weed song from like 30s or something. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Good yeah. tea is my weakness, and I know it's bad. Dude, but it sets fucking... me gauge, and I must say I'm Viper Man. What the? Is that like a blues song? No, it's like a fucking jazz, a jazz weed song. A jazz, but you don't even know who it's by? I don't know. It's probably by a bunch of people. But it's, I, the one that I know is from uh, Sweet, Sweet and Lowdown. Sweet and Lowdown. The movie? Yeah.
1: With Sean Penn? Yeah. Oh. Django? Was his favorite guitarist movie? Yeah. Shooting rats? Yeah.
0: We brought sandwiches. (laughs) (laughs) All right, motherfuckers. We'll swallow. Enjoy your your fucking uh, life in your new authoritarian shithole fucking country that you all begged for, you bitch-ass motherfucker. Make
1: sure to get your fucking papers before you go outside.
0: Yeah, stand six feet away from each other, you know, God forbid anyone do anything, uh, you know.
1: I'm I'm just going to let you know right now, I'm calling. I'm looking out my window now. I am calling someone.
0: I don't know who. Tyrone is who you're calling. (laughs) I will be calling Tyrone. (laughs) Vinny's going to be calling Tyrone, looking at you out the window, trying to keep it interesting. Because there ain't so much going on in between these four walls. Just shoes you can fight in. I ain't running from shit now. The door can kick down. A lawyer can sit down. The foliage is thick in the soil. Rich brown oil beneath the turmoil's is a myth. Hell only exists in the minds of defeated men. If swelling bread lines in your head when they in the fed time. In the dread to be in the headlines that you could have made but your energy red line.